So, like, I want to ask you guys a question, right? So, um, name a time and a place, or like, just name a time or a moment in your life where you guys put together kind of like some type of like false narrative about yourself in like a public setting, like in a social way, mm. right? And it kind of like spiraled out of control to the sense where like you kind of felt like you had to keep up this facade. If that makes sense. Like, you built this facade. You know what I mean? This like narrative about yourself Mm -hmm. in a social way like you know to other people made them think that they're like you know you're this or that whatever and then you kind of let it go like a little bit longer than it needed to and then you're like damn i kind of feel pressured to like continue this i remember i I got perfect i think i have an example but it Mm -hmm. it's not it's it's gonna make sense but it's not necessarily something i said but something that i did that i had yeah that works that works you know keeping up yeah want to go first yeah, I'll, I'll open up. Uh, so when I was about, I was eighteen. Okay. Right, like just graduated high school, right? And some of my, I went to community college. I didn't go to university right away. So some of my friends, you know, they went off to university, or whatever. And there was a good girlfriend of mine who I kept in touch with, and <laughs> I remember she, I I can't remember how it came up. But she was in like social kind of gathering, and I think they were all a little bit uh, drunk. <laughs> and um she tells me hey uh i know somebody i met somebody here at school who i think might be interested in you i'm like oh work she's like yeah she's in the black guys i was like say less right oh, that was before we said say less but you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so and she was a little bit older she was like i think her junior senior year of college you know so she was a little bit older than us she says okay yeah she's in the black guys whatever i think she really like you um, the only thing is she's say like twenty, twenty one, something like that. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. And she's like, Yes, yeah, so you kinda kinda might have to, you know? So she puts me on the phone with this girl and um we start talking and everything. We started to hit it off a little bit. She asked me how old I am though. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, you know, like twenty, twenty one. <laughs> right. And like that was the first time I ever did that. I never did that kind of stuff before because I people usually thought I was older than what I you know what yeah. it actually was so i never really had to play that up too much but i knew she i got the impression she wouldn't have talked to me if i wasn't like kind of you know close to her age so and i don't know i was just really feeling it so i told her i was like 20 and uh next thing you know like the conversation went well then she put the phone back on to my friend whatever but we kept in touch and after like probably like a week of talking something we we're like yo this guy's actually kind of going somewhere and I was like, yo, I got to tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> I can't keep this up anymore. Because <laughs> I, know, I know somewhere down the road it's going to be a problem. Yeah. You know, somehow it's going to come up. And uh, yeah, I told her. And she was. How did I, that conversation go, though? Well, I already had her hooked. Right. <laughs> From you know what I mean? Week. I, I mean I, like, it sounds stupid saying that, but I already had her hooked. She wasn't going to be like, all right, peace. Like, right. She was like, damn, I actually really like you. I got to think about this. And yeah. then she thought about it for a minute. She's like, whatever, we'll make it. So uh, okay, yeah, that that's was good. Common, what about you? Bro. It's so much to like <laughs> extrapolate from that, but we can get into it. Yeah, I mean, the thing that I did that was kind of uh, deceptive 
to my own self. Would you consider that being deception? Yeah, it's probably it's yeah. a form of deception. 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 Uh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, oh, I mean, man. so okay. the thing that I did, I was in school, I was in band, and I didn't want anyone to know. My dad, he's uh, very much into jazz. He used to be a jazz radio show host, and little did I know then that is actually cool. It's cool, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but at the time, I was like, you know, trying to fit in and have the cool crowd um, not know about me being in band. And so, like, I would be shuffling every morning trying to race because I would have to carry my instrument case, big-ass instrument case. I had a very saxophone, and I had a bass clarinet. So, like, either day, depending on what I was carrying, it was a big case. And I was shuffling through the hallways every morning for, like, the whole entire, like, high school career yeah. trying to, like, race to the band room. Was, I had that class the first hour of the day. And uh, do you know how exhausting something like that is, trying to maintain this front? Very that, exhausting. That you're yeah. not. Who are you and, and, like, doing it for, like, a number of years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, years? I mean, like, people knew. People would find out. People would see me with an instrument, instrument and they'd be like, oh, you, you play? And then I would explain myself. But, yeah. like, I was trying to keep it hidden. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I remember... Okay. So, like, I didn't live in a district of my school. Um, my dad drove us to the high school, or to the school district. And um, I used to play in middle school, like, in this very busy street where I lived called uh, the U-City Loop. And um, I used to play out there for money, like a, a busker. And um, I remember... Like, did you have, like, the... Like, I had my, my case open. Yeah. I was, like, playing tunes. Oh, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, that was you. Getting cash, you know? Okay. And I was in middle school, right? And, in uh, middle school? So, like, the middle school, I mean, like, the whole saga went all the way through high school. Oh, my um, God. That's crazy. <laughs> but, like, crazy. it is crazy to even think about it and that. see it as I am yeah. right now. Yeah. But, like, I remember playing one time, and I saw a group of uh, black people in my class. And I was like, man, James and everybody about to see me. So, okay. like, I tried to, like, I tried to, like, pack up. But I couldn't pack up all the way because, like, that's too much stuff I have out here. So, I, like, pack it up a little bit. And then I walk a little distance away from it, right? And uh, pretend to be in my phone. Yeah. The guy James and the rest of the guys, James, James goes, he's like, Rafik, we see you, nigga. <laughs> he's like, we see you. I was like, oh. I was nah. like, oh, what's up? What's up? He was like, you ain't on the phone. No. Nah. Like, he literally said all of that. Oh and I was goodness. like, okay, you know, this oh, feeling man. isn't what That's I'm not about. It. Yeah, it's not it. So what, you kind of came? Like, I mean, so then I talked to them. It was fine. Yeah. But like. The thing is, is like I built up, this is what I wanted to break down on Eric's part, and yeah. it's, it relates to the topic we want to speak about, yeah. which is I built up in my head this idea that people would have a poor impression of who I am based right. upon something that's arbitrary to them. They couldn't care less. But the fact that I'm embarrassed by it gives them control over me. You know what I'm saying? I get that. And uh, you need control over yourself Where you know, in order to have some kind of uh, sustainable happiness. Word. Yeah. That's good, man. That was That's good, funny. Man. That's funny, man. Yeah. I, I actually like... never told that story. That wow. Question. Look yeah. at that, man. Look at us, man. We learned yeah. something new. If only we could find James right now. Oh, man. <laughs> Where is he, man? Where is he? Oh, man. That's good, man. James my... was stuck, and I don't know what he's up to. <laughs> Bro, like, my example is, like, so weak compared to y'all. I think for me, it was just, like, I one example was um, I was in high school. I had a homie or a friend. Um, he was a little more into gaming than I was, and uh, I guess I let him talk me into joining the little like video game club. And so like I found myself spending like every Wednesday for like two months straight, 
um, in this room full of like people I did not relate with at all, and we're trying to like develop a video game or something like that. And I was like, bro, at some point it just kind of came. So enough was enough. I just stopped, you know, saying showing up. I was like, I didn't even have that conversation. I didn't have no moment. I was just like, bro, like. I got some other shit I just want to do. You know what I mean? Like this is not it, bro. Like for me, and this is such a whack like example compared to y'all. Like I mean, no, it's it's actually legit, but it goes to the point. I mean, I guess, but damn, bro. Like y'all kind of. You, you know what's kind of funny? It what makes yours funny to me is the fact that like you thought it was a good idea, and then you're like, yo, these guys are way too much. Nah, they are like way more into this than I like. Yeah. Like I was like, yo, I I game. Like, you know what I mean? I game a little bit, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I like 2K, you know, and, and, and Madden and stuff like that. But these guys were playing, like, like some type of Minecraft-type games or something like that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, bro, like, I feel bro, like... Bro, that's hilarious. I, I mean, like, that reminds me, too. Like, I was also into Yu-Gi-Oh! On the low. On the low. I was, too. Low, I, I think I still have my card somewhere. Word. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. I don't know. But, I felt... but like, the thing about this whole <laughs> piece on self-confidence is... Once you learn that being yourself is a good thing, your life improves because people start to find out who you are and then you start attracting more people who are like you. All right, okay, boom, boom, boom. boom, boom. <laughs> you know I got saying? a question for that. I got a question for that. But first, let me just bring the episode or like just the thing in. I've been recording for like this whole time. So, um, oh, boom. Uh, thank you once again for tuning in to yet another episode of the No Limit Radio podcast hosted by yours truly, Mr. Waste himself. And I'm joined by me, Eric, back for another one. And if you guys haven't noticed already, there's a foreign voice, you know, just coming in through the speakers right now, I guess, or, you know, one that you guys haven't heard before. And that is, we're joined by uh, one of our good friends, the homie, um, you know, we got to kick some real, real, real gems with us, I think, hopefully, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Rafiq, man. Yeah. So, yourself, bro? my name is uh, Rafiq Warfield, and I know these guys because, for different reasons, I guess, but, <laughs> but I guess the big thing is that, you know, running the men's group yeah and uh mm-hmm. we convene once a month and chop it up so it makes sense to kind of have a more recorded conversation why and, not right why not uh, let's get document. some mics in front of us and <laughs> you, know you know what i mean so yeah get um, it on wax <laughs> you know what i mean because those i mean because the conversations at the men's group we don't record those on purpose uh you know you want way to more create, raw you want to create oh, you know the intimacy and also like you know uh vegas rules type of thing yeah right. yeah like the stuff i know about erica i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> stuff i heard guys. All oh of my team. goodness man i could write a book no, i'm just kidding um <laughs> but yo how are you guys doing we here man um glad we got to do this man how you guys feeling like you know i'm good um i i just want to put it out there that um one of our uh friends uh, mentioned to us that in the last episode, yeah, we were a little too smooth, way too way smooth. Too I don't know smooth. if I'm doing it now, honestly. So, I don't know, man. But I just want you to know we appreciate the feedback, and I will be purposefully ratchet for this episode. Thank you, sir. Just to switch it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the streets <laughs> will thank us for this one. They were telling us, Rafiq, if you don't know, so they were telling us basically like last episode we came in super, super crazy because we sounded like. It was almost like we just talk like pillow talking the way we like our voice we wasn't projecting properly. Midnight radio. Yeah, it was like it was way too like especially like imagine like if you're a dude right. and you're listening to us middle of the day and you hear these two guys <laughs> like, you bro. know what I mean coming in through the speakers just like yo what's good y'all like yo. yeah. yeah yeah it's weird so um yeah maybe we go hopefully we address it man hopefully we address it but listen Bet. so 
I want to get into. I, I forgot what were you saying before I brought this episode in. Uh, Self confidence. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so what moment? What moment was it like in your life? Talk about that moment in your life where you felt like, all right, enough isn't enough is enough. I'm done with the facades. I don't oh, give a damn what anybody thinks about me. Um, I'm just gonna do me. I think it's a daily process. I don't think it goes away. Do you have like you don't have like any specific moment in your life where you know like enough is enough? Uh, the reason why I just said period, what I just maybe. said was because I think you constantly have to say that at different transitions uh, in life. So like maybe you have to overcome a barrier or challenge for a particular thing. Like for instance, for me, like a big uh, thing that happened for me in my life was uh, going to the Peace Corps. But the lead up to it was not easy. And you had people just saying all kinds of crazy stuff, people that are close to you, and you're like, word? Like, that's how you feel? Um, like, hating on the idea of it, having no reference. And you being susceptible to people that you look up to, you know, you start to doubt yourself. And you're like, should I do this? Is this a dumb idea? Should I do something else? Should I not work for free for two years? Does that make sense? Um, would the experience be? Uh, a good investment and you know having to start to think for yourself following your own intuition is something that i think i continue to develop and even now like you know i'm in another place in my life where uh entering my 30s i'll be 32 this year it's one of those things where you're like okay when i was younger i thought 32 was like grown man grown man and then you ask yourself, like, how do you feel? And if you don't feel how you thought you were supposed to feel, you can feel bad about yourself. But the things that I'm learning, whether it's from therapy or, you know, just like self-reflection or having conversations is, you know, it's a process. It's a journey. You got to start. A lot of things that we look, look back on, you can say, man, if I would have kept with X, Y, Z thing, I've been like a beast right now. Yeah. And so I'm learning like how to get work done and how to stay consistent. and um, in doing the work and in taking action, you learn more about who you are. So I think it becomes more of a thing of like, you are in a state of being as opposed to like trying and like force, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't even have to do that. Cause it's just like legit who you are. And so it's, it's a thing of like putting off the facade. Cause you have to hold up something. Cause you're not actually that thing to the point of becoming something. Right. And I think that's what manhood is a lot about. So word i actually had like a sort of like a i don't even know does this count like i'm turning i think i'm turning 29 this year um I, does that count as like a midlife crisis if i kind of like freaked me out wait that you don't know if it's 29 or that you're hitting 29 nah, just in general i'm getting yeah basically <laughs> so, i don't know boom, i'm turning 29 this i'm is sitting here i'm sitting here i'm talking to either my brother or somebody i forgot who i was talking to and it occurred to me, I'm turning whatever age. I forgot. I'm not even going to lie to you. Do you guys forget? I forget. I, I Don't forgot judge as I was just saying it. I'm like, okay, my birthday is later this year. Yeah. So it feels strange to say this year. Yeah, but exactly. it's factual. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Okay, like, see, there, yeah, okay. That, what you described, that's what I'm experiencing. So anyway, regardless, I, I have this realization. It hits me like I'm turning whatever age. I'm turning or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, snap. Like, dog. I'm here, like, or you know what I mean? Or I'm, I'm gonna be there, you know what I mean? Like, oh my, yeah. and I started like panicking. I'm just thinking, like, what the heck? What have I done up until this point? Yada, 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 and everything like that, whatever. And I remember, like, whoever I was talking to at the time, they were telling me, like, yo, man, just calm down. Like, 
you know, like around this time, bro, like nobody really has anything figured. You know, when you have that vision or like right, image right. in your life of like where you kind of like expect to be at certain points in your life. Um, and then you reach those points and you're like, oh, this is not quite it. You know what I mean? I'm not far off, but I'm not like there yet. You know what I mean? I'm not killing it like I hoped I'd be. If that makes sense. Um, have you guys had any like sort of similar experiences or am I even crazy? Am I crazy to even feel in the way I feel in? Yeah. For me personally, that image was, um, quite literally shattered some years ago. <laughs> um, and, okay. I, and I say that half jokingly, but it's, it's actually pretty true. Um, and I'll, I'll get a little personal. I, um, please man, so people basi- want to know who you are, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, basically I, um, I went through like a spiritual slash existential crisis um in my early to mid 20s and i went way left field i went from pretty normal <laughs> you know like normal aspirations uh quote unquote normal aspirations um but then i went to this thing where i'm like man what is this world what is this life i want to be an ascetic i want to find um you know a master and 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 traverse the the spiritual planes and achieve enlightenment i and i and i went fully in that direction um to a point where a lot of people thought there was something psychologically wrong with me um on more than one occasion um all that to say um i'm better (laughs) um you know i found i found what i was looking for and i didn't have to live on the mountaintop to do it right um all that to say that those were a few years of my life very formative years um especially for young men that's when you put in your time entry level you know career type stuff and you're getting yourself settled and prepared for kind of where we are now which is supposed to be that benchmark of okay i've got all my stuff together right now it's ready to kind of move into that like manly grown like grown man phase and um those years i spent kind of some people might say bojangling um i don't see it that way but basically those were formative years that i used going in the complete opposite direction so now when I look at my life and I say, okay, I'm, I'm an even 30 right now. Um, I'm 30 years old. What are other people, where are they who are either at my age or younger? And where do I compare? And I definitely see differences. And it's like, you know, but at the same time, I have to say my trajectory wasn't the same. Yeah. So this whole idea of like where I should be by this time, I, that was kind of broken a long time ago and i just kind of have to live more in the moment and try to set new goals for myself that are maybe a little bit out of the norm how much of like these expectations we set on ourselves are like kind of set by us and not like external factors like what do you how do you yeah, like I think that's, how do you i was thinking about it as they're saying it. How, you know, what do like, you do like how like, do you what like, exactly envision? is happiness or success for you and right. may not look like what someone else has so it's usually not a good idea to compare Try to like talk more you know what i'm saying so like comparing uh usually makes you upset <laughs> yeah man yeah this is actually a very disappointing experience almost not most because times. there's always there's always somebody doing someone a who has a lear jet and you thought <laughs> yeah. that you were big class because you were in first class right right and it's like no homie has a lear jet you yeah know? bruh like where does it stop yep that's you know true. so like finding contentment being grateful uh i think is a good way it is the way to uh, get out of that whole need to uh, have more and do more it's right. it's important to achieve goals no doubt you know what i'm saying but like you got to live meaning like you got to enjoy your life you got to be present and so for me like i get worked up a lot uh, having damn panic attacks 
throughout the day just yeah. over like petty stuff it's like why wait 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 it's like why am i getting worked up over this you know like what is going on and so like being able to take a step back and kind of putting things into perspective you um you realize that you should chill out <laughs> yeah you know? so so let me ask you this then would you say that self-confidence is a tool of helping to manage that and to kind of take the edge off of things? What do you mean? In order to cool out, I feel like the first way to be cool is to like, you have to be kind of right within yourself. You have to have some level of peace with yourself. And I think that comes from a certain level of not only understanding yourself, but being like, I'm okay <laughs> with who and wh- who I am right now and where I am right now. Right. And, and um, I'm wondering if, Maybe self-confidence is a, is a key component to that. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think self-confidence, it derives, this is just my own opinion, but I, I think it derives from, uh, you know, having alignment for sure, like having inner harmony uh, is really important. But in order to do that, like what is required is like you got to know yourself and like what does that mean? It means to like be in touch with your emotions, kind of know how you feel, um, know what your preferences are. Uh, being able to say that you like something or don't like something is very important. A lot of people are liking what other people like, saying what other people say. Uh, even when it comes to like what you were saying before on uh, comparing yourself to people that are around your age. Maybe someone just bought a house. Maybe someone just had a kid. Uh, maybe someone is traveling the world right now and backpacking. And it's like, who's to say that any of those things is better than the other thing? Uh, and to really, you know, uh, I think appreciate like your existence. You just have to like embrace, embrace you know like where you are and like and be cool with that. And then if you want something else, by all means, like make a make a plan. You know what's kind of playing in my head a little bit right now is I'm thinking of some of some of those key moments we have in our lives where um, we're kind of challenged in that sense, but we don't realize we're being challenged. What do you mean? So the the example that comes to mind most immediately is like take when you're in, take like high school, right? And you're like in your junior, senior year. And, you know, um, you're a young man, hormones are raging, you know, you, you know, look left, you look right, you like what you see. All the time, my and, boy. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, you know, there, one, <clears throat> I've noticed two main cases that really try a man's self-confidence, right? One is the girl who, who has acne, but she's got an awesome personality, and you got to be able to look past the acne and see, say, when this clears up, you know, I'll like it's an, it's an investment, yeah. right? Yeah. And then uh, the second... <laughs> it was like this, a timeshare or something. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. You know? <laughs> but then the second, crazy, the second one is... Sometimes it's kind of like the op. It's like there, there are, are girls that you meet or you come across who are who are great. Like you love their personality, but they're not so popular. So there's this kind of shame. Like I don't know if I want to be with her because what my friends, what my boys going to say. Right, right. You know. But then like when you graduate, all that stuff goes away. No one cares. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you end up meeting these people outside of school, and you're like, I was in class with you every day. I never talked to you a day in my life, and I wish I had because you're so cool, or you're so this, you're so that. And all those barriers are kind of put down from your social, like, you know, the social stigmas or whatever you want to call it. And I'm wondering that I feel like that's such an important point in a man's development where it's like, do you challenge yourself to say, look, I don't care what anybody else thinks. This person is attractive. 
me or their personality I really like. Yeah, so but I, I think I think what that's about is like um you have your own kind of I guess you can say purpose or end game aspiration and you know what it is. And mm-hmm. and because you have a very clear purpose, your decision making becomes a lot better. Um it's very mm-hmm. assertive because you know what you're trying to achieve as opposed to like you have no plans for your evening and someone hits you up like hey you want to grab a bite another person says like hey want to go to the movies or whatever it's like you're just going to go to whoever hits you up first because you have uh no plans no preference you know what i'm saying uh but i'm but i think when it comes to like like knowing what you want like i remember i was at some synergy c event and um I met this, this is years ago now, but I met this guy. He was like, yeah, just got married, da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, nice. I said, did you like date around a whole bunch? He was like, no, I didn't. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, I met her. And then I decided that I was going to marry her. I was like, you didn't feel like you needed Damn. to like you try the buffet. You didn't have Damn. to like take a good look around the Word. room. Okay. He was like, no, he was like, I knew that this was satisfying. And I decided that, you know, I didn't need to look around anymore. And it's like, so to have that kind of definiteness of purpose is it's one of those things that uh, separates uh, people who kind of like wander around versus someone who's like lazy in a trail. And I think it takes time to discover, though, like what it is that you want. And I think a lot of people, especially millennials, are in a place where maybe they work in a job they can't stand and they want to find out like who they are and like what they want. But if someone came to them today and was like, hey, like, um, you know, I'll pay off your your bills or whatever your debt you're free to do what you want like what would you do if someone was came along with a bag of money and now you now you're free to do xyz like what would you actually do most people can tell you i've been asked that question many times um within the past few years and it's something i always struggle with and it bothers me because i'm like i feel like it should be an easy answer um but i don't know like like my belief on it is like you could do a lot of things. You have a lot of interests. You have a lot of talents. Yeah. But as I was saying earlier, it's like, but you have something where you can kill that. And you have something where um, you're designed for this particular thing in a way that you understand it that other people can't. Or you see something in a certain way that other people miss. And that particular insight is valuable because you can potentially improve your life and other people's lives because of what you see and what you know, just because of how you think and who you are. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Damn, that's fire, man. Um, I would buy a basketball team. I would buy my favorite basketball team. Yeah, dog. Would you play on it, though? No. You, I you, would, you would just my buy hoop it? Dreams di- I told you, bro. My hoop dreams died when I got cut freshman year, bro. That was it. It was over. I just want to be sitting courtside, you know what I'm saying? watching my so, favorite so, basketball players. So like to to this point and this is where like Don't judge me guys. This is where the super, the, super the brain expanding has to happen. Yeah. It's like you should set out and do that. And buy a basketball team? Yeah. And you see how you nah, question man, it? man, I can't I can't justify that, man. What do you mean? Like I can't justify spending my like embarking on this journey where it's like everything I do is with the sole motive or goal of saying eventually I'm going to buy a basketball team. I don't think that's a way to live. Personally, for me, that's just me. I'm just being honest. Like I'm, just like I'm saying, like, I'm just I'm saying, like, there is no. You took me a little too There's no harm. Line, <laughs> right, 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 right. But on purpose. On purpose. Because it's just like, <laughs> I'm just kidding, like I'm just we are even afraid to dream, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. we're even afraid to think big. Like, we're to the point to where 
we're so well trained that we don't even disobey you know the the they the them you know and uh that is the thing about like conforming and you're conforming to something that you're not even it's so subversive so insidious that like you don't even know that it's happening but you fall in line and then the direction that you're headed you're like why am i here like this is whack like yeah that's what i'm saying so it's like maybe you won't you like the likelihood that it'll be a basketball team that is what you want it may be the thing it may not be the thing but for sure you'll end up somewhere where you are pleased with you know what i'm saying because it was your decisions you know what i'm saying like that's but what do you what would you say are like some questions or like what are some critical things i feel like i would have to answer because you brought up a point about kind of like having a purpose or understanding your purpose and that kind of helps you kind of that drives kind of the decisions you make you know following or something like that so like when you have these conversations with yourselves or you kind of try and decipher what matters to you and what your goals are and stuff like that just kind of building that overall vision of like what you want for yourself right Right? you stop lying to yourself you stop lying to yourself and to other people what do you mean like like you constant like there's a constant con game going on between like damn near everybody like a very simple thing whoa um, it's like like at work i'm just kidding i'm just kidding like at work everyone's pretending that they're not pretending but they're pretending everybody's pretending that they're not pretending and like that's the that's the that's the kind of tacit agreement that we've all come to you know what i'm saying but to be able to um to step out of that like little false reality and acknowledge the ridiculousness of it it, typically you can find humor in those things that's people that kind of like a Chappelle or someone who can articulate something that everyone is experiencing but hasn't quite thought about on a conscious level and for him to bring it to light you're like well like yeah that's facts no that's real man that's real um yeah because when you say like everybody's pretending or like pretending that they're not pretending or something like that the first thing i think about is like social media and like the stupid shit i see on social media when i like you know what i'm saying like people who like aspire to be like we talk about this all the time eric me and you like you know just like all the corny shit that we see on you know social media and stuff and i'm just like man this stuff makes me cringe yeah i but see you, it but it works too which is mind-blowing to me. yeah what do you mean like all it takes is one person to match one song with one action posted at the right time and suddenly that person overnight becomes a sensation yeah like that uh the kid the african man what's his name i forgot his name i'm gonna get back to you what's his name <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about the one kid who does a thing where like he 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 like recreates a a video or something like that and he just goes Oh yeah, like the yeah, yeah. I I don't scene. know his name, but yeah, the guy who doesn't talk. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Not, like, he's, uh, he's actually pretty funny though. <laughs> he's very funny, very funny, very funny. But like, yeah, yeah. no, exactly. I mean, who would have thought mm-hmm. that some guy like just? Yeah. I mean, there's literally an emoji for that. You know what I mean? Like he just recreated an, emo- an emoji in real time. How would you describe it for the people who don't? Because I don't know. Doing? Yeah, you don't I don't. Know? I'm, I'm not on social media. Oh yeah, okay. Um, Kudos, man. For dang, you know, what are you? I don't. I, I I don't know. I don't think you're missing much. It's it, you know, if I had to liken it to the emoji, it's it's like where you hold two hands out to your side, up to like, your shoulders, see? like this. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's, it's that see, simple. You know? Like it's like it's yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah. So there there are people like him who he actually makes it funny. So you know, cheers to him. There are other people who are just like, it's almost it's almost too elementary. 
You know what I mean? I'm thinking of I'm thinking of girls nah, who literally I'm thinking fuck, of bro. white girls who can sit there and do what they think is twerking and and people will will like hop on that. You what know about what I mean? the dudes though, bro? Huh? What about the dudes, man? I feel like there's more cringe shit for the guys. The cringe shit I see do from like guys than I do with like women. Like women is women and I don't really care like, you know what I mean? But I'm yeah. just saying like the guys like when I see like guys doing like weird facial expressions. So then like, you have to ask yourself like, like why? Damn, why, dog? Like why are they doing it? What compelled you to do that? What but, compelled you to like, like record that? Think about that? it. Like why would anyone do anything? Cuz they think that there's a benefit there's a response yeah. that they're, they're getting something from it you yes. know whether it's exposure whether it's validation uh, a self a sense of self-importance you know what i'm saying like there is a reason why people are doing these things and companies are profiting off of human uh behavior so or like human uh i would say needs that's true and so capitalism um, but, but, the, but the issue it. the issue with with those things is that they're not fully satisfied it's like a drug you know what i'm saying so it's like you need something that's more sustainable and that is more healthy for you and all those things that 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 falls into requires work and people don't want that Mm -hmm. they want it now and so like being able to agree to the process and not only to agree to it but to be like enthusiastic about it uh it sets you apart from the pack and it's it takes some uh, maturity to to get there, some emotional maturity to get there. And and I will say that that's not to say that there isn't a benefit in some of these things. Like if you want visibility, right? If you like, th- I don't see anything wrong with kind of playing the game a little bit, right? Like it's a tool. Yeah, it's, I mean, like exactly, you could use it it's or it's going to use you. Exactly, and so you find a way to keep it kind of original, keep it more authentic. You don't sell yourself completely. You know what I mean? Like I. I think kind of what we were maybe talking about was people who do some like really, really cringy thing bro, just to get some really nasty shit, bro. Yeah, just to, just get, to, like just to get something. Yeah. yeah. Whereas it's, it's like, disgusting. look, you can have fun and we can all be funny and just have a good time and use it as a tool. But I feel like there's a line you kind of have to draw somewhere if you have any kind of integrity. And I think that, you know, the, the line there is pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm trying to find that healthy balance because I'm like, man, sometimes I feel like doing some stupid shit on in front of a, you know, for social media or something like that. But then I'm just like, nah, man, I'm a big age, man. I can't take myself serious, bro. <laughs> I can't take myself serious. But, but what, um, what, but would a, but would a count affect that? Let's say you said, ah, oh, man, screw it. I'm just going to do it for fun. See what happens. Right. And then overnight you realize you've gotten, you know, 500 K views or, or, or a million and suddenly you know, bang energy drinks. It's like, I man, why we want you to be, yeah. <laughs> we want you to be the, you know, you know, we'll, we'll pay you a little bit to keep doing this. Is that going to change? Are you not going to do it and be like, nah, man, this is too cringy. I'm not going to do it. For me personally, if I can't find a way to do it where it's kind of sort of authentic to who I am as a person, bro, I don't want to do it because then it's not even fun. It's just, I'm literally doing a job. You know what I mean? Isn't that what you're doing anyway? yeah but i kind of want to feel fulfilled man and at the same time like me i talk to myself a lot you know what i mean like i don't take myself a little i don't take myself as serious as i think i should but then at the same time what do you mean by that um like you brought up earlier just uh in general like the whole like holding yourself accountable stop lying to yourself stop with the lies and everything like that you know and at the same time like kind of like don't be so overly critical with yourself i think we talked about that a little right. bit you know what i mean um i think i'm a little like i think that that there's a threshold right where it's like okay i gotta hold myself accountable but i don't want to go too hard where it's like it's almost 
negative. Right. So, so like, I think, and this was the post that I was showing Eric that I was drafting mm -hmm. uh, for the blog. It's just like, it's a thing. Oh, we got to talk about you blogging too. It's bro. a thing of like self compassion. So it's like, it's not necessarily trying to criticize. Uh, you're more so trying to understand. And then from there, you, from a loving perspective, choose what makes the most sense going forward. But you're not like, oh, I did this wrong and that's bad. It's like, no, I did this thing and I did it because I felt insecure. And um, a good way to think about it, for instance, is like, say someone commits a crime and maybe it was something that wasn't like, it was like a petty crime, but maybe they needed the money. And it's like, you did something wrong to essentially do something good, which is maybe like provide food for your family. But like you broke the law. So now we have to punish you. But you're not necessarily a bad person. So it's like that's why there is this idea of like redemption or uh, rehabilitation. And so it's like you don't lose faith in yourself. You don't lose faith in other people, like the humanity of like um, the human capacity to overcome itself. Like that's kind of deep. But like on a day to day basis, uh, working to check yourself when you're talking reckless is is a skill and it's something that some people are taught when they're younger and then other people only learn it later because they realize their life isn't going how they want it to go and then some people don't learn it at all and they get more entrenched in their ways and then those people are very bitter have resentment and um, probably rather isolated so on and so forth yeah I'm, I'm, i like to consider myself as a pretty self-aware person um i talk to myself a lot i'm very critical on uh, my actions and my, you know, like things that I do and how I feel about things and stuff like that. Um, but then in the same right, at the same time, uh, like I said earlier, I don't think I take myself as serious as I probably should sometimes. You know what I mean? I kind of find the comedy or I have no problem laughing at myself about certain things, like things well, that so I did. So what do you think that that's about? What do I think that's about? Yeah, like why do you? Why do I do that? Honestly, man, like this world is dark, bro. If I if everything was taken as serious as, you know, people try to do it or something like that, I man, I feel like I'd be super depressed. And I don't think I would be able to get anything done cuz I'd feel like what's the point? So you know so what like I mean? what do you mean that this world is dark? Like there's so much negativity, man. There's so much negativity, all this like like dumb stuff going on, like people trying to get one over on each other and stuff like that, like people right. out here so, trying to get there. So let me speak to that really quick. Go ahead. Cuz I was trying to get to like the core of it, which is it's about perspective. So, like, everyone's perspective is right from their perspective. Uh, and so, like, what you're saying about, like, the world being dark, that is true from a perspective. Yeah. But if you look at it from a different lens, say, like, even if it's, like, murder, right, and someone, or war, whatever the case may be, let's say it's a murderer, just to make it kind of easier to have an individual to assess like, this person who committed this crime, they're psychologically unwell, you know? They, they committed a horrible thing that is probably unforgivable in a lot of people's eyes. Mm -hmm. But, like, this person has probably a lot of trauma, has, has like, a very, like, disastrous um, existence for them to have to do something as heinous as, you know, killing someone else. Um, so, if you look at it from a not saying like you should forgive murderers necessarily, but if you look at it from like a point of understanding just for like what it is, you're just like, oh, like this person has a severe problem. Like 
for instance, like if a kid were to push off a plate off the table and it breaks, you look at the child as like, this is a three-year-old. So like, how could I possibly, you, you like try to like work with them and help them understand that they don't do that. But like, you know, you, you kind of see them for who they are and you realize like, you know, you can't necessarily place the same responsibility on the child that you would as an adult. But at the same time, an adult can do the same thing and knock over something and you can get mad at them. And it's like, but, but what happened to the humanity aspect or whatever? And it's like, it's because you have expectations about how things are supposed to go. And it's like letting go of those expectations and kind of like seeing things for what they are, working from there and not like coloring it with your, like the way that you feel is, it's a, it's a less reactive existence. You know what I'm saying? Um, you're not always getting stirred up. You're not always, uh, you know, trying to defend or trying to convince. You know, you just kind of let things be. And it's more of a flow. It's not that, like, you let things happen. You have boundaries, right? Uh, but you, you just maneuver and you, you, you deal with things in a different way, if that makes sense. But that, oh, go ahead. No, I, I like what you mentioned there because this is uh, a lesson that I've learned pretty recently in my marriage. Um, a lot of times when it comes to conflict, attention between um, partners, spouses, there's always that uh, there's always that thread of like, well, you don't understand what I'm saying or you don't understand where I'm coming from or you don't get it. You're not going to. And, um, you know, the the usual response to that is you have to listen to one another. Right. But and everyone's like, OK, yeah, fine. I can try that. So you listen. Right. But I don't know if you guys have ever been in this situation. Uh, which I'm sure you have, right? Uh, someone is telling you how they feel, and in the back of your head, you're forming the next comeback. Right. So you're not really listening. You're paying maybe 50% What did they say? Like attention. listening to respond, not listening to understand? Exactly. And so, and yeah. what happens when this happens? It, it becomes self, it, it perpetuates itself. Exactly. So you have to listen to understand, and that means saying, okay, I'm going to remove myself from myself so that I can actually hear what you're saying and be willing to say, okay, you know what, maybe I see what your point is. Right, right? so I, it's, a, it's a thing of elevating the conversation from, because mm. you're no longer actually talking about the thing at hand. Something, like it's a different conversation that you have to have. So like, uh, I think a way to explain this, I was learning about this recently. You often get to stalemates and you're like yo how are we going to get past this this issue and so it's like you have to address all the sides of the question i mean of the situation and then have a conversation about that so it's like there's benefits from your stance there's benefits from from um, their stance and then there's drawbacks to both so it's like you have to highlight all of those things and then you both talk about the complexity of your stances because it's not necessarily a right and a wrong but when you deal with it from a from a higher level, you realize that what you're talking about is something else kind of entirely different, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, thought I had an example, but it's well, what I'm thinking of is when um, you know you think everything's everything's cool, and then all of a sudden, um, say your wife drops something by accident, and then she starts to flip. You're like, yo, what's the big deal? Well, it's because you you. You you put this here and I and I oh I, I I didn't want to trip over it so I moved and then I dropped and you're like that's something to trip over like that like and then you realize it's not really that right, right it's right. the fact that maybe you weren't um spending enough time 
or giving enough attention or not doing things around the house that you said or, or not doing things that you said you would do and she's reacting to that right is, is that kind of like the type right, of so example like, you're thinking of or? yeah in, in a sense of like in that case she's telling herself a story about mm. what's happening and you need to know what that story is and you have to help change the narrative and so uh, when it comes to like accountability and uh, interpersonal relationship is like say for instance you know you meet with someone and they show up late okay that's that's a certain kind of infraction but then you meet with this person again and they're late again so it's no longer about them being late now but most people what they'll do is like yo bro like you're late again like what's the deal uh, but actually that's not the issue at hand the issue at hand here is that they're late a second time so they're developing a pattern that's more of an issue and why does that matter and that's it matters because it's going to start affecting the relationship you can't even build any trust um so then what if they're late a third time now you have a history of this and so it's not like yo you're late a third time it's like no you have a history of being late so like you deal with each of those things on a different level you know what i'm saying and so in each requires a certain response but if you're always responding to the same thing that's happening all the time the same way, you won't make any progress. That's a great point. For sure. I don't think the mic picked anything. Yeah, so I got But that's, oh, yeah. that, that's a good point, though. That is a, that's a very, very solid point, man. Very great solid point. point yeah. but, um, I want to kind of, before we get out of here, talk a little bit about, like, your blog. Like, you do blogging. Yeah. Right? What do you do? Like, what do you talk about? And why do you do it? So I remember I followed this guy named Ryan Holiday, like a hero of mine. And I found out about him when I was in Peace Corps. I was 24 at the time. And since then, I met Ryan Holiday and I bought his books, you know, and all this kind of stuff, right? And something that he said was that you have to have something to say to be a writer. People just, like, say, like, oh, I want to be a writer, so I'm going to do that, be a New York Times bestseller. Like, it sounds good. But, like... He said his mentor, who is Robert Greene, who most people know him oh, by, yeah. like, 48 Laws of Power, right. um, was like, no, bro, like, don't write a book yet. Like, live some more so you can have something to say. And for a long time, I've been really impatient about, like, man, I want to be a writer, but, like, every time I sit down to write, I'm like, damn, I ain't got nothing to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What am I going to say? You know what I'm saying? So, like, you're, like, you freeze up at the keys, and you're like, okay, well, come back to this later. Or you start trying to write. And maybe you make a post, but then you lose momentum. Now, granted, I'm talking big. It's just been two weeks, but I got full posts. But the point that I want to make. You could have seen his face when he said that. But the point that I want to make is like, I feel like I'm finally at a place where I have something to say. Like, I could just run my mouth. And to get there, it's like you have to discover yourself. You have to actually put in the work so that you can find out who you are. You won't just find out who you are doing nothing you have to discover yourself through doing which is why i love nike they're like just do it like just do it it's facts like and nike's really good because they speak to uh, a human need and this is something that i've been thinking about a lot because i like i like branding my work in communications and whatnot and something that nike does for example is they humanize um people in their marketing and they and it's very attractive so like they say like everyone's an athlete and that has so much meaning because you're like, you know, I can come into 
the ability to be able to like maneuver. Uh, why am I saying the word a lot tonight? Uh, be able to use your body well, you know, and I can be strong. Like these things are very motivating. Um, it's like a form of encouragement. And so like a lot of people need that. But anyways, back to the point, it's like I've been building up my own self-confidence because I'm like, oh, like I know this to be true and other people who don't know this to be true. And if they were to find this out, they would find this to be valuable. Um, and then I started to just have like more and more conversations and people were like, yo, like that's really insightful. Like you should not keep that to yourself. And so then I got to a point actually going back to Ryan Holiday, where I felt compelled to write. It wasn't like something that I was like trying to do as a hobby. I'm like, no, I got to get this down. <laughs> like, this is very important to get down. And so that's where I'm at now, where I'm like, oh, I actually need to like completely flesh this out, process the thought and get it on paper so that I can have it. And then I can move on. I can clear my head and move on to the next thing. And so for me, it's been like a form so far of um, clearing my head and processing like you know, where I am. And the way that I'm writing is that I'm kind of presenting that information that could be helpful to other people as opposed to just like, you know, uh, going on and on about uh, trials and tribulations. And, and where would, where would um, anyone who's interested in reading your work, um, where would they have to go in order to access that? Uh, so you can find me on Medium. It's where I'm writing right now. Uh, so my first and last name, Rafiq Warfield. Um, R-A-F-E-E-Q, and last name Warfield, W-A-R-F-I-E-L-D. And so just look me up on Medium, but um, focusing on, you know, personal development, self-confidence, um, you know, behavioral psychology, things that I'm learning in therapy, and just kind of putting it to words. I think a lot of people are afraid to kind of get into some of these topics, but I think if you can present them in a way that is relevant, people can connect it to their own life, they're like, oh, actually, this makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And so, like, of course, like the goal the action that I want people to take is just like start doing work, you know, like on yourself and yeah. don't wait for someone to come save you. Uh, Cause no one's going to do that. Word. I, yeah. I think we're also in a time right now, like where um, I feel like the stigmas that come along with like mental health and stuff like that are starting to like kind of dissolve a little bit. Right. People are kind of less and less going to kind of growing uh, a little bit more comfort of, comfortable with like kind of exploring that. Um, like through, you know, different resources, like you said, like with therapy, for example, like, you know, people do journaling and everything mm-hmm. like that. And just in general, just engaging in open dialogue and discussion, like, like what we're having right now or something like that. So, um, but yeah, you're right though. Yeah. I think all, everything kind of circles back to just you kind of set it, like locking in and just kind of doing the work as far as, um, trying to find that purpose and just trying to find your inner voice and your, uh, yeah. your essence and who you are as a person. Um, yeah, like I, I think. The more that you do, I mean, it's not like I think I know, like the more that you do, you start to get like inspired because you're taking action. And which is why I was going back early. I was like, all those things you want from the money, whatever, like you can have that feeling now. Um, Mm -hmm. You can literally just start working on stuff and you would be very surprised at um, the dopamine that hits your brain because you have gotten up and you started, you know. But the thing that um, I feel like I struggle at and a lot of people do it's like they don't necessarily know how to plan. They don't know how to put one foot in front of the other. And so you stop or you lose motivation or you and a lot of those things are because you have poor expectations or you're not necessarily seeing things clearly and you don't know process. You have no process orientation. Is it poor expectations or just not knowing really my why? Wait, say that again. Is it like poor expectations or like not knowing my why? Like, why am I doing this? 
because sometimes what happens is like i'll embark on this journey of like trying to do something like either like okay for example get six pack abs you right. know what i mean but then like over time you know i'll do it i'll put like a nice solid two weeks in a row you know really like locked in i, I i'm 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 focused i'm disciplined right but then after a while i kind of get lazy and i kind of like lose that fire that i once had and then i kind of just write like you know ultimately fall off right and then i chalk it off to just me maybe like not having my intentions of like why i'm doing this sorted out sounds like you're just going you you're, you're too hard on yourself it's like the expectations are too high. Because for me, it's like I wake up and everything that I want to do, I kind of want to be able to say, this is why I'm doing it. Bro, like, I want to have an answer You should be able to like treat yourself like, I'm going to roll up to the gym, grab that dumbbell, I'm going to curl it two times, yeah. and then I'm going to leave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the best way to read a book is like a page a day. Right. The, for our religion, like Zakaz, like don't like dump out a million one day and then don't you know, give any money for the next five be years. It's yeah. like, no, bro, like be consistent. Yeah. And so like learning consistency and learning not to put too much pressure on yourself, you're a crumble every time. So it's like let off on um, needing to have it all now and be very grateful for the thing that you, you know, made an inch of progress on. That's weird. That's, yeah. that's dope. That's, no, dope. That's, a, that's a great example. I was, I was talking to somebody about this just earlier this evening. Um, they were talking about the gym. And the thing is, I go to the gym on a regular basis, you know, anywhere between five to seven days a week. You know what I mean? And Respect, man. I had to, I had to Goals. work to get there. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm not extremely cut or anything like that. Like, anyone who doesn't know me don't. Like, I'm in good shape. I'm probably in the best shape of my life ever. Do you feel mm-hmm. good? And I feel it. That's what matters. In certain ways. Yeah. Um, you know, I had an injury a few months ago, so my ability to run is, is something I'm still working back towards. But, like, aside from that in general, I feel really good. Um, but the thing is what I would do is I would tell myself if I can just get in front of the doors of the gym, that's, that's a success. If I can just do that, I, I met my, my goal for the day. Right. Cool. And then the thing is I'd get there. I'm like, well, I might as well just go in. You know what I mean? And it's, it's things like that. Sometimes I'd go in and work for 30 minutes. My wife would be like, you worked out for 30 minutes. What are you doing? And I'm like, no, for me, this is. This is enough to keep me excited to come back tomorrow. Like, if you had any yeah. idea how hard it was just to even get to that door. Yeah, like, bro, I mean, everyone... You I know. succeeded today. I don't care what you say, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, no, Rafik, I mean, I, I think that's an awesome point. It's just, like, we do... We're hard on ourselves without realizing that we're being hard on yeah, ourselves. Yeah, no, it, that's the very scary part. It's like, yeah. you, you think that you're actually treating yourself well. You're not. Um, and... And until you realize that you're not treating yourself well, can you actually make strides? You know what I'm saying? Because you just keep giving up. And for me, I have learned that all of this is a practice. It's not something that like someone's just good at. You know, it's a practice. So how does that look in action? It's like you have to cultivate, just like a garden of anything that's going to bear any fruit. You have to cultivate. Uh, yourself you have to cultivate a state of mind to keep yourself in you know you have to um the outputs reflect the inputs you know so it's like you gotta um take in the right information you have to find the tools that you need you just won't just like get up and go like maybe if you want like for me like want to learn want to be a writer well say i have something to say now i need more practical things like how do you structure a blog post you know, how do you uh, write a lead? Um, how do you close out something? What are people looking for when they look for a blog? How do I target my audience? You know, 
all those kinds of things are ancil ancillary things that yeah, ancillary um, right yeah mm -hmm. that are not necessarily the thing that you set out to to learn mm -hmm. and so like maybe you're very talented but you don't have any project management skills and so you can actually complete a project but you're talented and so you could be confused about why you can't seem to get anything done when you know that like you got it like that and so oh, yeah. uh, you know there's a there's a thing of like if you don't fully have the awareness you could just start blaming other people or you can be angry with yourself or you can despair to the point to where you lose hope and you accept the status quo and a lot of people they give up because they stop seeing a way out or they stop looking out for a way out you know they just um, kind of say like this is just what life is and i just have to accept it and some people are lucky and some people aren't but those are great justifications to not take any action and so you also, I mean, like you guys did the podcast on like, you know, having like a circle of friends and all these kind of things. Uh, but in my personal belief, it all starts with getting to know yourself. And I think it's very hard to do that by yourself. Um, there is, I think, a bit of arrogance, uh, unknowingly, that we all take on thinking that we can solve our own problems. But the, the reality is like you are where you are because of your own knowledge and wisdom. And if you're not making it to where you think you should be, maybe you should stop listening to yourself. Maybe you don't have all the answers. Maybe you should actually ask for help. Where true knowledge is, uh, true knowledge is knowing that you don't know nothing at all. True knowledge exists in knowing that you know nothing at all. So yeah. sometimes accepting the fact that you don't have all the answers uh, is doing more help than harm. Yeah. When it comes to just finding that purpose and everything. Like, and and the, the reason why you don't want to let go and say like, oh, I don't know something, is because now you have to change. Now you have to open yourself up and be vulnerable and learn something new. Um, you have to let go of an idea of who you used to be and be willing to discover who you could be. And that's a bridge that a lot of people don't want to cross. Word. That's good, man. That's good. I feel like this is kind of a good spot to just kind of like wrap things up. I think we've been doing a- Yeah, really we're going to change the name of the podcast to Bar <laughs> Central. Say again? <laughs> bars, bars, bar, bars, yes, sir. Yeah. Sir. No, this was uh, this was great. I mean, I forgot we were almost recording. To be honest, yeah. Um, it, it, you know, it took a minute to catch a vibe, but definitely, you know, because for me, like, I'm always trying to like articulate a thought, and when I get it all the way out, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I killed that one. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. word yeah. to yourself. You're like, yeah, that was that was good, dog. That was yeah. good. I was like, yeah, word. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, it's good, no, man. Build yourself man. up. Um, but, but honestly, I mean, you you good? You good with this? I'm. This is great. This is great. Cool, we can wrap man. it up right here, man. So yeah. like, once again, thank you. Yo, we're, just to those, um, you know, what I'm saying who like, I guess to anybody who's digging anything that you're saying today, man. Like, do you know, like, do you have anywhere they could like kind of follow you or get in contact with you? Yeah, so um, I appreciate you saying that because I'm gonna plug myself. Yes, sir, uh, man. So That's what, That's I, what I've, this is. I've done, platform, you know, man. some uh, interpersonal communication coaching, and so I'm starting it back up again. Uh, it's called Pinroll Strategy. So the website, you know, these things are a work in progress. However, um, I'm planning to have these things up by the end of the month. So right now, you can find me on Medium, um, and you can also just shoot me an email. But but after that. You know, I'm going to set up these things so I can do these coaching calls. And then also, um, you know, I do the men's group. Yes, so sir. him and men's group. So if you want to come through that. Yeah. Uh, and if you're a, a woman, then obviously uh, 
you can't come through yeah man (laughs) (laughs) this guy man this guy but yeah yeah well um we're gonna all the information all the contact details will be in the description the bio all that good stuff and everything so um yeah we'll make sure that rafik is very uh reachable uh but with that being said man thank you guys once again for tuning in to yet another episode of the no limit radio podcast um once again, another week, another episode. We we did it again, man. Yeah, we got we it made done. It. Made the cut. We got it done, man. I yeah, honestly yeah. didn't know where we were going to take this one, but this is uh, <laughs> this turned into a, a really solid one. I, I like this one a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I appreciate sure. it, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Course, <laughs> course. Course. All right, man. But with that being said, man, um, I guess we'll catch you. Oh, yeah. Uh, check us out on the socials. If you liked anything that you heard today, um, please, 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 once again, Please do not hesitate to reach us out or reach out to us um, mm-hmm. at our socials with you know Instagram, Twitter, uh, email no limit radio DMV um, on Instagram and Twitter and no limit radio DMV at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, with that being said, man, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, share, 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 drop a rating. If you like the Rafiq, man, drop the five star. I, that's <laughs> drop the five star. Drop yeah. the five star. Drop yes. the five star. Drop the five star. There are more bars where these bars came from. You know what I mean? Um, the, in fact, I think that's that's the only button that works. So mm-hmm. don't even play yourself with anything else. So yeah, with that being said, man, um, you got anything else? That's it. Um, thank you once again, and tune in next time for the next episode. Peace. Peace.